What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And are a way to... Are you ready for more of The Secret Teachings? My Secret TV! No, it's not TV. It's The Secret Teachings on Late Night Radio. Well, I got plenty of secret stuff, too. Here are the three ways to listen. Number one, live Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. Number two, searching for the free archive on any podcast radio player or our website. Number three, subscribing at aftermath.media or resubscribing at thesecretteachings.info. Tune in, turn off the TV, and subscribe today. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you for your support. see the camera yet oh there, oh, there it is it's down at the bottom and it's blanked out so perfect all right let's do it oh all right very good okay yay <laughs> the wonders of modern technology i hate it <laughs> anyhow Show off your style with our exclusive collection of t-shirts and hoodies. They're not just comfortable, they're conversation starters. Need to keep hydrated during those long listen sessions. Get your hands on our durable water bottles. And now introducing our latest editions, a hand-picked selection of intriguing books that will keep your mind buzzing. GroundZeroMerch.com. Support Ground Zero and everything we do. My Patriot Supply is America's leading emergency preparedness company and believe it's every person's patriotic duty to achieve true freedom from our world's increasingly unreliable and fragile systems. The best way to do this is to invest in your personal liberty because you can't rely on governments or corporations for the basics of life. Act now and secure at least a four-week emergency food kit 
full of tasty meals that provide 2,000 calories a day. They have dozens of emergency food storage kits to choose from, along with a variety of survival products. Despite these difficult times, My Patriot Supply has kept their commitment to you with well-stocked emergency supplies. They will deliver them quickly and discreetly with friendly 24-7 customer service. Stay alert and prepared, friends. Let everyone else take tomorrow for granted. Go to preparewithgroundzero.com. That's preparewithgroundzero.com. Do you want to know why your inalienable rights are so vital in these uncertain times? Check out the Unsuppressed podcast on Aftermath.media. Join Wes, Bill, Patrick, and Avery as they discuss the fundamentals of urban and wilderness survival, disaster preparedness, gear discussions, and so much more. Check it out with your premium Aftermath subscription and make sure you stay unsuppressed. If you're looking for a thought-provoking multimedia platform about current events, trending news, pop culture, conspiracies, and the paranormal, you need to sign up for Ground Zero's exclusive digital playground, Aftermath.media. Their website includes years of archived shows and podcasts from Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and the Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You'll have access to over 200 documentaries and movies from some of the greatest minds in the last 50 years in their video section. In addition, you can watch live video stream of Ground Zero. Also, there's monthly chats with Clyde along with intriguing and educational webinars. Each subscription includes tech support, RSS feeds, a chat room, and social media channel. Be sure to check out their yearly specials for basic and premium memberships. So sign up today at Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Hello, fellow Americans. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, fellow slaves of the global plantation, and hermaphrodites. The Vinnie Eastwood Show is bad news. It's like the news, but so much worse. It's the lighter side of genocide. Just because we're being exterminated doesn't mean we can't enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point of being killed? Uh, the Eastwood Show, where the only thing worse than living in a high-tech global police state run, run by child trafficking... Right. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. It's good, mate. One moment, please. Okay, Nick. Welcome, welcome. You're still busy getting set up there. Sorry, I was last minute. How's that looking? It's it's looking all right. And uh, so, right, we've got you. It's all good. Now we're going to go into the uh, uh, play this video. It's like a seventeen-minute video or so. But before we go into no, it, yeah. but before we go into it, would you be able to uh, give people a bit of a uh, a brief uh, before we uh, watch this, and then we'll have a discussion after. Yes, well, um, just one second. I'm just going to um, turn off my phone so you know we don't get phone call. Um, uh, it's usually uh, the best idea for uh, live yeah, it's, radio. It's bound to happen. Yeah, we organised this one in the last uh, uh, 20 minutes, folks, so <laughs> give, give us a wee bit of yeah. a break here. All right, Nick, fire well, away, mate. Rundown on what's actually, what actually happened or transpired about three weeks ago here. And... Over the last few years, I've had a, a few run-ins with the cops, and uh, not quite as bad as you, Vinny. <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, haven't been arrested yet. But I'll tell you what, these people are just slowly but surely moving in the wrong direction. I've always uh, <coughs> tried to say, you know, come and join us on the freedom side. Uh, but this is the next level. This is next level stuff, guys, because – so I, I – my uh, children live with their mum about five or ten minutes away. And so Philly was around here one weekend. And it was obviously in, in the, during the summertime and like, let's get outside. And I wanted to put the tent up because I wanted to go camping. And But because at his mum's place, he always is on the computer. He's constantly on the computer. So I'm like, get off the computer. Come on, get outside. Come on, come on, come on. For about an hour. And then I... So right, that's it. I was actually getting quite pissed off, to be honest. And get in the car, I'm taking you home. So we drove home in silence to um, his mum's place, and I wanted to make sure that she backed me up, that she that she um, wasn't going to let him go straight back on the computer, right? And um, made it clear that if you wanted to go back to Dad's place then you had to behave himself. So I, I went up to the door. She didn't want to talk to me. She's like, oh, you know, she's a, quite a horrible, um, not very nice person, but anyway. Um, so I said, don't let him back on the computer and drove home. 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, there's a loud knock at the front door and I, read, I, I saw who it was, and I thought, well, I'm not one to back down with these guys, and I've also um, trespassed them off the property um, during COVID, right? And that's something you can do. Actually, in the um, Christchurch Post, there was a guy down there that trespassed the cops, right? So made sure that he had a sign up saying trespass, and also trespassed the, um, the, 
the station and individuals. I think you've got to do it individually, right? And he actually won through court because he took these these cops to to court and they were found guilty of trespassing, willingly trespassing on his property. And he had them on video. Um, he wasn't at home at, this, at the time, but anyway. So I, I I went out and confronted these guys, and I to be to be fair, I I lost my I lost the plot. Okay, I was very upset. Um, and this is not how I normally a- approach cops, but um, yeah, it, that is what it is. And um, I, I I encourage all other people to make sure you video them, video the police, and don't and don't take a step backwards, because they ha- they have proven themselves over the last four years. For since Christchurch, I'm I will say that the Christchurch mass murder was um, part of COVID. Well, maybe we can talk about a bit, bit more about that in the um, US State Department after we watch this. I um, mean, different people that are here in New Zealand in different uh, how, how they're, they're uh, manipulating our, our society and country. Or oh, actually, or they've already captured us, but you know, yeah, so there you go. That's how. That's what happened, and then the cops came around. So you can roll the video now. Um, uh, Thanks, yeah. Nick. All right, let's get into it. We've got this uh, little video here. I'm going to share my screen as well with uh, you, Nick, so you can see what we're uh, watching while we're watching it. And if you want to um, jump out and. Uh, say anything or stop the video to uh, add some commentary uh, you just go right ahead with that so here okay. we go let me see if I can do that proper what do you want Get the fuck oh, off. hold on I'm just going to uh, pause it for just for a moment because uh, Nick can't actually hear um, the video while the we're audio, playing yeah. it for him so we'll just uh, sort that out because I do want to remind people that this is a listener supported show and what you're about to hear may involve uh, some coarse language in fact there was just some uh, right there and as Nick said he was uh, very upset uh, so you well, know it's, it's maybe we, before you do you, you carry on I'll tell you why I was upset right because over the last few years right it's almost impossible to get these guys to do anything, right? You, it, I had peaheads in this house, right? They knew they were peaheads. They actually, they, they're well known around the district. Unfortunately, I'm a bit of a, I don't, I don't swing in those circles, and I don't know who these people were. And I let them into my property and rented it. The, the reason I rented was because of the mandates. <laughs> was it so? It was just in Ardoon's fault, or was it my own? Oh, it's a bit of both, I suppose. But I should have vetted them uh, more more uh, vigorously and uh, so I rented my house out um, in November, December of uh, 2022 just before the we went to Wellington right and uh, these guys were in here for 198 days and they did $65,000 worth of damage the whole house had to be stripped out all the carpets that I just laid down for them um, had to be, you know, taken away in a skip. And these police officers, they wouldn't lift a finger, right? They wouldn't help. But I'll actually tell you something else about about these guys here in Waiuku as well. So 
previous to COVID, I was sort of housebound for about three years, waiting, having op, uh, spinal operations and waiting for spinal operations, right? And so I was taking some sort of quite quite heavy uh, medication. And one day I need, needed to buy some petrol in a, uh, a red can down at the, at the petrol station. So I went down and I, I filled that up. And I, I spilled some on the, on the on the can as I was doing it. So I went in and paid, and then I jumped back in my car and drove home. By the time I got home, I, oh, I left it on the on the forecourt. It was five minutes there, five minutes back. Right? And you know, with Z, the Z petrol stations, there's cameras everywhere, right? So I we hunted around and we found it was actually the next guy that came and um, just picked it up and put it in his trunk and away he went, right? So we knew who he was. He had his had his uh, his car rejo and everything. And his, and his image on the on the, the film. And so I rang up the, the Manukau police station. I said, oh, look, you know, this is the guy, uh, Red Joe, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they go, oh, yeah, we know who that guy is. He's, he, we know him. He, we know his address. We'll send someone around there to get your uh, property, Mr. Bush. I thought, excellent. Great service from the New Zealand police. About two weeks later, I received a letter saying, oh, due to resource constraints, we will not be uh, taking this any further, right? <laughs> so... Fast forward another six months that I'm, I, I'm down at the same petrol station and I I must have been a little bit out of it because I I, walk, I filled up my car, I walked in, had a pee and walked out again, right? Because, probably because I was taking these um, pain meds, right? A week later, there was a loud um, knock at the door. I went, oh, geez, what's, what's that? That's not no, a normal knock. Better go and see this. It was the local police officer, right? He says, Mr. Bush, you didn't pay for your petrol. I said, oh, sorry. Really? Didn't I? Oh, so yes, we've got you on CCTV down at the Z petrol station. There's $120. You need to go down there right now and pay for it. Because we'll take it further. And I went, oh, oh, of course, of course, of course. You know, I always pay my bills. And, you know, if that's the case, then that's fine. I'll, you know, I'm sorry. And I explained to him, and I got my 3D model of my my spine out and showed him what was going on and all that. And um, but then I thought to myself, because he's walking back to the car, and said, "Hang on, hang on a minute, mate. Hang on, just wait there." And I ran and got got the letter from the cops from when they wouldn't action someone stealing petrol from the, the forecourt. They knew who he was, right? <laughs> I said, "Hang on a minute. Well, you're coming around here on a." On a Monday morning, and in uh, in doing debt collection for Z Z petrol stations, um, or would you like to go and get my petrol from six months ago, please? Because you know who this guy is, and you you know, but you refuse to come. The reason they were coming around to my place is because I live in a nice uh, leafy street, and I'm the low hanging fruit, aren't I? But the but the other the other thing about that is where the hell do the New Zealand police get off? Debt collecting for Z, Z Energy. Where they would they are doing? Because so I asked them at the time. I said, "What are you doing?" Oh, and on a Mondays we go around if we, you know, we go around to the Z and ask if there's anyone there for the driveway. And uh, I said, "Well, that's you're doing debt collection for me. Can you, you go and get some debt collection for me?" Oh no, we only do it for Z. So, so you'll 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 know all about this, Vinny. Mm. So who owns Z Energy? Well, it used to be fifth. Uh, 51% owned by the New Zealand government, right? Or the Reserve Bank, I think. That was after John Key had sold the hydroelectric 
um, part of it to uh, international buyers, BlackRock and Deep State and Co. Um, that was 10 years ago when my son was born. I would love to buy $1,000 worth of shares, but we were broke. So anyway, subsequently, they sold the rest of Z, didn't they? And who bought, who bought Z Energy? It was an Australian firm, Ampol. Okay? And who owns Ampol? Vanguard owns Ampol. So the New Zealand state has sold Z Energy, which is a massive company, been going from 1890, I think, like, oh, you know, good 130 years. It was a state-owned energy company from, white, from almost the inception of New Zealand. And the state sold it to BlackRock, Vanguard and Co. And the New Zealand police were actually doing debt collection for those that, for that Z Energy firm. <laughs> so, I, you know, that's, that's pretty much, well, that, that's one, re, that, that's a little example of the New Zealand police, right? Um, yeah, so they're very, they're very quick to go and uh, help their friends. But if you're a normal citizen in New Zealand, forget it. Right, they will come around, and you'll see in the video now. We can probably uh, carry on now, video. All right, well, let's get this puppy under the whistle. <laughs> it's going to be great, folks. Oh, so, really? be, be, well, bear in mind. Well, I'm a bit embarrassed, to be honest. But, you know, bear in mind, ladies let's, and gentlemen. Let's, let's show New uh, Zealand because I'm a great one for showing New Zealand what the police are doing. Right, let them embarrass themselves by their actions. Fuck off. Fast. Get the fuck off my property right now. Right. Yep. What were you doing at your... You would like to identify yourself? Yeah, well, I'm Constable Marshall. And this is Constable... Ford. And your number? And our number? Yep. And our phone number? No, your QID code. QID code. I'll read it. Yep. And you? My shoulder. What's your name? Constable Fulton. First, first name? I don't need to give you my first name. Almost escorting you off the property now. Now come over here. You want to talk to us about the trespass? Are you please? I know nothing about that. I've never never seen any trespass, right? You've been trespassed from there. You just like to stop it, oh, Ebony? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, um, just for the audience, um, I've I've made a big mistake here now, right? I've started talking to them. Don't never talk to the police, right? So, well, probably what I did wrong in this whole situation is I didn't. Um, I didn't talk to myself prior to engaging with these people, right? You should make, always make a plan. You should always say, this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm not going to do in your head, right? And try to sort of control yourself because I'll be honest, I lost my, I lost my, my call, didn't I, right? So you don't want to lose your call with these assholes. But, um, and then, so they, I was escorting them back to the car there and I, what I should have done is I shouldn't have engaged with them, right? Don't listen to what they say. Just take them back to the, the car and uh, see them on their way, right? Don't speak to the police. And so now you'll hear me speak to them for about another 15 minutes. <laughs> so don't do what I do. Okay. But anyway, where you go. All right. Let's get this underway. Ivan, there's been no, doc no, no documentation, nothing, right? There's been verbal, but no documentation. So you guys, you guys haven't popped around, or she hasn't popped around with a piece of paper. So it's, it's not, there's no going on. No, nothing. Verbal trespass. Anyway, 
So you you she, you guys got all the time in the world to come around here and and inject yourself into a, a little thing with my son, right? Where I can't get him off the computer because she just lets him sit on the computer all the fucking time. I'm trying to do good dad stuff with him this afternoon, right? And he won't get off the computer. So no, you're just straight round here, straight round here to hassle, you know, low hanging fruit like myself. So is that what happened this afternoon? That's what I just told you. And you know what? Started all this bullshit, right? Is because you guys, you guys, about four year, five years ago, were called by her parents, and they made false allegations against me about me threatening the female, right? Right? You came around here. I, I invited you inside, right? Not you, you two, personally. And I had a little cry on the on the on the, on the couch, right? And said, you know, this is what's happening. I've been sick. I've had spinal operations and that. And you know what? You did, guys didn't even write this, write my statement down, did you? Because everything you touch it turns to shit. You know that. Because everything you do, day on day out, always turns to fucking shit, right? Over over my, my my interactions with you guys, you New Zealand police guys for the last 35 years or whatever, on and off since I started work about 18, you've all got it wrong every fucking time. And But you're around here instantaneously when I'm trying to have fun with my son, right? I'm going to interject here. If you've got concerns of what happened four years ago, you're more than welcome. No, you can fuck off. You guys are pieces of fucking filth. This is a reminder. No, you're fucking filth. There's, there's 90 people a week dying in New Zealand, right? Where are you guys? Where are you guys? You're down in Wellington beating up protesters, right? Where are you guys? You're, you're, co you're working as a mechanism of coercion to get everyone jabbed up. Now there's a shed with 90 people in it every week. But no, it's distributed. I was working up here. You're working as the coercion mechanism for the people that are fucking trying to kill everyone. So yeah, I, fuck I you. Jump in about the your ex doesn't want to make a statement. We're coming here to just let you know. Yeah, instantaneously. Why don't you go and why don't you go and investigate some of the people that have been jabbing people up, right? Fucking bastards, eh? You guys, how can you fucking sleep at night? Fuck off. What? Fourteen. What? Was that their? Was that their price? I don't even know their place. I don't even know the address, mate. But you guys, you guys are really fucking. You know, how do you sleep at night? Pretty well. Are you going right? You sleep it well by you. Well, you guys coercing people and taking the jab, and now people are, are dropping dead. You just want to stop it more than no, they should getting... be. Yeah, uh, you know you're laughing. I can't actually hear the video. I can't actually hear the audio on this at the moment. But you see this guy in front of you, right? He seemed to be the more senior, the more senior person. And you might have noticed that uh, over the last three years, all these guys are in, in their twenties. They're all new, new out of co out of the, the the police college. I don't know how, why anyone would join the New Zealand police. To be honest, because of, they're, they're proving themselves to be be traitors to New Zealanders. They're meant to be uh, there doing doing police uh, policing by consent. And what has happened since uh, Ardern and Costa, and even prior to that, under Bush, under Mike Bush, and uh, and that. Um, these people have become basically authoritarians, right? They should be upheld, upholding the New Zealand Bill of Rights, right? And not following illegal orders that um, the, the state have been uh, 
uh, putting on, upon New Zealanders, you know, basically cancelling the New Zealand Bill of Rights. So, but that particular guy, right, after they left my place, he went round to my ex-wife's pr property and spoke directly to my son. And he said to my son, your dad's trying to brainwash you. Just let that sink in for a second, right? These bastards have got nothing else, but they are willing to weaponize the relationship between a son and a father, a broken family against me, against New Zealanders. These guys are so filthy, it's unbelievable. How would he like it if I went round to his, his, his house and, and spoke to his children and said, your, your dad's a traitor to New Zealanders. Your dad um, possibly went to Wellington and beat up peacefully assembling protests, uh, assembling New Zealanders that wanted their mandates removed, removed, but the New Zealand police leveraged what the New, New Zealand public was doing and to have their mandates removed. And once that was achieved, they assembled a thousand, up to a thousand police and attacked, violently attacked, peacefully assembling people. They, they metaphorically through New Zealanders into the the mandate or the gas chamber mandates, right? Which are, may 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 actually have the same effect because this is a, a slow kill weapon. This could kill people for the you know people will be passing away, and it seems to be happening in an accelerated rate, right? Like last year was fourteen percent excess mortality in New Zealand, and I think it's something like twenty. 25 or 24 uh, percent lower birth rate so they're getting it from both ends they're getting the elderly people and they're stopping births at the other end but that's all they that's how filthy these bastards are they are willing to t speak to a 10 year old and try to wreck the relationship it's actually it's actually quite good because the first time I, after 48 hours after they uh, well, they told me I couldn't speak to Flynn for 48 hours. The first thing my son said to me was, oh, sorry, Dad, I should have just got off the computer, eh? I said, yeah, you should have, mate. You know, we've got the summertime, right? But these guys are so filthy, they will try to um, use use that relate, you know, use that relationship or break that relationship. They've already, they've already by not doing their job correctly, they already um, have destroyed my relationship with my with the, with my daughter. Um, there's maybe another story I can tell you about after we watch a video. Okay. I think it's uh, pretty horrific what they do, and uh, they deserve everything that they get, really, at the end of the day. Yeah, because it's funny. No, it's not. It's not. It's like finding a fucking shed with 90 bodies down in an hotel on Monday. No, it's not. It's people dying. What are you? Are you not worried about people dying in New Zealand? They're being murdered. Are you planning what? on going back to your ex-wife today? What do you think? I'm going to try and make up with my son, right, tomorrow, once he's cooled down a bit. But she's, a, she's fucking toxic. And I was trying to get him off the computer and do some summer stuff this afternoon, right? Yeah. He's, that's what he does at her place, right? And it... And, I can't believe you guys come around here, mate. Fuck you guys, man. Fuck you. You know... Okay, you know what? Right now? You're, right now you're detained for a police safety order, okay? What? You're detained for a police safety order. Am I arrested? You're detained. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm detained on my own property, am yeah. I? 
Yeah. What is that? Oh, yeah. That's no, not a being arrested. Are you arresting me? No. Okay. Fine. You're not arresting me. You're free to leave. I've already, I've already warned you. Get the fuck off my property. You, you guys are fucking filth. Okay. You know you guys are filth. You know it. Well, due to the fact we've been detained, there's a little bit of a process we'll go through. Okay. So detained. Like told, detained. No, are you arresting me? I'll be going back. No, don't. Hey, don't. No, don't. If you walk don't. away, you will be put in cuffs, okay? You have but the custody or arresting. means you cannot leave. Okay. I'm on my own property. Thank you very much. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. No, I have been detained. Don't touch me. You have been detained. I haven't touched you. If you try walk away, then you will be put in cuffs, okay? It means you cannot leave. I'm right here. Are you going to stay here? Well, you guys are physically... You know, not being a rough yet, but fucking hell, fuck you guys. Okay, what do you want to do? Tell me, do your little. Oh, you've got. Oh, he's got a gun on his hip too. I didn't even notice. And what about you? Oh, you've got a firearm as well. You've come around here with firearms. Fuck you guys. We've got a process to go through. You've been detained. It means you cannot leave. It means you cannot walk away. I'm on my fucking property. That's why I fucking live. Due to the fact you've been detained. Yes, Okay. So your bill of rights are as follows: you have the right to remain silent. You don't have to make just, a just stop it there. Um, but he, maybe yeah. This guy doesn't even know what the bill of rights are. <laughs> he, he, he's telling me he's re reading me my bill of rights. He's reading me my rights, but it's not my bill of rights. He has no idea. These people aren't aren't even educated when they go to police college about our rights, right? Our bill of rights that should be supreme law, but been cancelled by global scum. Anyway, can carry on. Yeah, this guy, this guy must be just fresh out of. Uh... See, when I asked him for um, his his QID code, he, he thought I was asking for his, his phone number. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Right. One moment, please, folks. Uh, there we go. In court. The right to speak with a lawyer without delaying in private before yeah. deciding not to answer any questions. The police have a list of lawyers you may speak to for free. All right, I'm hoping, I, you know, you'd, all, you'd, all you've done this afternoon is you've just shown New Zealand, you you've shown New Zealand exactly what a pack of cunts you are, right? Right. Okay. right? So you've instantaneously come around for a little yeah. thing with my son. So Fuck a police you guys. safety order is basically, it's an order in place that's directed by us police. <laughs> it means you cannot go around to 16 Howden or have any interaction with your ex-partner or your son for a period of time will be determined oh fuck you guys really okay. yeah, oh, is that right is that New Zealand mm -hmm. these guys can just say don't go and see your son so right you the piece of paper and have all that information on there oh, it's got nothing to do you're interjecting yourself into a, a thing with my son right how do you feel about that how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that you're going around there and harassing your family? I'm not, I know, I wanted to talk to her. I told you, I wanted to talk to her about him being on the computer the whole time, right? And he, and he wouldn't get off the computer, right? You know and then, you know you can call her or you can speak to her some other way. I was dropping him back home, you fucking idiot. Right. You know you've been trespassed from the property. No, well, no, not, not officially. Yes, no. As you've already told us, yeah. and as you've recorded yourself telling us, yeah. she's verbally told you you're trespassed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back, okay? Yeah, and I've verbally told you guys you fucking trespassed mm -hmm. as well. Told Brain, Dean Burrell, I actually trespassed. I've told you that you've been detained for a police safety order, so we're now filling it out, okay? You guys are fucking. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, tough, eh? Look at him. Yeah, tough boy. Mm -hmm. those... Why do you wear vests? Oh, just tell New Zealand why you wear vests. Well, why do you wear New Zealand conservative t shirts? Because it's shorts. an old t shirt and I've been rolling around in the, on the grass today, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so is, it, is it because you're doing things that people might, might, might want to, you know, shoot you for? You know what's happening? Your, your management, your management, uh, 
manipulating you because they're ma making you wear that. It's a little routine you go through every day, right? And it making and you see your mate here with a, a vest on. No one wants to shoot you, but you've. you've and I'd, I'd like to know why you got a firearm today, because police are not generally uh, having firearms. No. However, we will carry firearms in situations where we determine a matter required. Yeah. And how did you do that? We're not going to speak about that. <laughs> it's an operational, can't give away operational stuff. So it's basically you against the New Zealand public, is it? I talked to, I talked to, one, I talked to. What's that? Majority of the public seem to like us. It seems to most. No, they haven't. They haven't been fucked over by, 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 by you yet. But they probably will be at some stage because you're just a, just a pack of drones that'll take orders, take any sorts of orders. You'll you'll work to suppress the New Zealand Bill of Rights, you know. You'll lock people in their houses. Right? What's that? I realise I just gave you the Bill of Rights. No, New Zealand Bill of Rights. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, do you, you, you know what the New Zealand Bill of Rights is? It's, you know, you can refuse medical oh, treatment. I just read to you. Yeah. It's an excerpt from New Zealand. Okay, good on you. Yeah. Obviously, you don't really you don't hire that in high esteem, do you? Well, we uphold them, so yeah. No, you don't. Are we? No. There was peacefully assembling protesters in Wellington. What did you do? Right. Were you part of that? No, no, I wasn't actually. When did, when did you join the police? Oh, it's been a while now. Yeah, yeah no sort of obfuscation of an answer there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, these guys, professional liars, basically, obfuscators. Can't give you a straight answer about anything. Yeah. Yeah, but um, why do you think you wear um, a bulletproof vest now? Bulletproof vest? Yeah. Well, because I've got issued it. I think it looks quite nice, don't you? Well, it makes you look all tough and beefy, yeah, you know? Makes you look a little, you know, another 10 kgs heavier. Yeah. It is about 10 kgs heavier, to me. What's that? It is about 10 kgs Yeah, it makes you, you know, like makes you wish, and, and it's, a, it's all about, a, it's about intimidation, isn't it, you know? Yeah. So you can walk in there and go, you know, we're big guys. Yep. <sighs> so you don't really respect the New Zealand Bill of Rights, do you? Because you, you... You, you are still working in an organisation that went down there and beat up peacefully assembling protesters, you right? Respect trespass orders out of curiosity because they realise they are legally binding. And do I need to? I don't. I don't do two trespass. I don't. I haven't got a trespass from anyone, right? You've already told us that you have. Been. Oh no, she says she talks a lot of a lot of stuff, like eh? But if she so follow, if she's filled in a form and and I and delivered had someone deliver it around here, that would have been fine, right? Like but no, there's been all sorts of talk. You know, it's a family relationship, trespass. right? So, you know, there's been all sorts of, you know, yelling and screaming. So, yeah. But anyway, I wanted to talk to about her, about her. How did you, how did you uh, trespass Dean? I, I wrote him a trespass order and took it down to the down to the local station. Where did you find the trespass order? I printed it out from online and you know you can do that. Yeah, that's right. Which site would you have done on the laptop? What's that? Which site did you done on the Oh, it was ages ago, mate. I can't remember, you know. But, you know, that's all it has to be is a piece of paper with, you know, names and addresses and all that, right? But you guys don't seem to really give a fuck, do you? So you just, you know, yeah. So now you're going to, now, now let's just clear this up. You're going to stop me, you're going to stop me, no, no, don't change the subject. You're going to stop me because I want to, you're, you're going to stop me from going around and, and making up with my son, right? And telling him, and telling him why, why he's in trouble, right? 48 hours. Oh, 48 hours. Okay, thank you. All right. Oh, You're yeah. Like we said, the piece of paper will explain it all once we give it to you. Okay, fine. Now they'll probably give them enough to cool down, right? That is the idea. Yeah. Now, as we were saying, the giant billboard in the front yard. Yeah. Are you. Is well, I'm COVID. I'm, I'm trying to um, lock down proof my, my, my income, mate. Because, you, you know, 
you guys have pr proven that you'll enforce illegal laws, right? right? So and and force people to stay at home. Are you saying you're a promoter of the races? Or? No, no, it's just one of my clients, right? Oh, okay. You know, and oh, I. What, what was your name again? You've got it. You can just no, what, what, what was... Um, a, one of you guys called me yesterday. Uh, what was his name? Um, Will or... Are they... Uh, you guys arrested the the guy that, that I chased there that was breaking into, in the vehicles at the Cosy Club, right? A Maori bloke. And you apparently arrested him not yesterday, the day before. I don't recall. Yeah, well... Is it? Lots of people get arrested. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you, you did, you know... You did, you did, you did. Obviously, did well, well there. But you know, what about what about the guys that have destroyed my house? Sixty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars worth of damage they did, right? You guys knew that they were pea heads, right? And you won't touch them, right? Anyway, as we were saying, yeah. The police safety orders. So it expires on Wednesday. At this time, after that, you're you're free to you're still trespassed, but you're allowed to be able to contact your son at that point. So this is enforced for two days. Um, you can't contact uh, Ashley or Flynn, directly or indirectly. So oh, you well. <laughs> did this to a lady in uh, <laughs> in Dunedin, and she rang her boyfriend up to say, "Oh, look, could you just like let it go, mate?" And then you chucked her in the clink for two nights. Yeah. Fuck it out. No one else to, you know. So yeah, that is the consequence. <laughs> <of> <laughs> the yeah. of bridging it, you will be arrested and taken yourselves. Do you understand that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So as part of this, you get a nice piece of it. Got all the information on there. Any other questions? Well, you got, why did you bring a firearm, Randy? That's. Or bring two. What? What's it? No, you didn't. Yeah. It's part of our um, PCA. So now, now, okay, so New Zealand police are now, and now all got um, firearms. So basically, you're like American police. In the vehicles, yeah. Yep. And you felt that you had to bring them out to come and talk to me at the door, did you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, why is that? Well, did you think I've got firearms? You know I don't have a firearm. You know I don't. I don't. I don't believe you do. But before I met you, there was information to lead to believe that you you were. Oh no! So you're going right back to all the the, the, the rubbish that, that stop it there, came around here you know, after Christchurch because I, I, I said something online. Just go back a minute. He said there was information um, to. I didn't actually listen, I didn't actually pick that bit, bit up, but just go back a, a little bit and he said, oh, there was information that I told us that you did have I don't. I don't believe you do, but before I met you, there was information to lead to believe that you, you were. Oh, no, so you're going right back to all the, 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 the rubbish. Just stop that for a second, that. So, that, so maybe we can talk about surveillance, the surveillance state that's slowly closing in all around us. Um... So the, 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 these guys, you know, the, so, so how do they make that decision? Oh, we're going to bring a firearm to, to Napoleon Bush's or Nick Bush's place. Um, you, have to, you have to just shake your head, mate, because, like, this is 15 years ago, right? Remember when Helen Clark and John Key got together and they, uh, they said, oh, we're going to do anti-smacking. And no one really wanted to do that, but they said, oh, we've got to protect the tiny, tiny, tiny minority of uh, children that are beaten to death. Right? So they said, no, anti-smacking, right? Okay, so you can't smack. So we, 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 we've embraced that and we don't smack the kids anymore, right? So now it's come to the point where I bundle my kid, my kid in, my 10-year-old, into the car, take him home, 
as a disciplinary matter, they then escalate that to a armed police visit. You have to... What, what, what do you think of that? It seems to me that they're just looking for uh, any excuse to come and harass you, Nick, because you've kind of become a bit of a thorn in the side with your billboards helping out well, counter spin. Yes, I, 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 that's what my, my job is. <laughs> um, that's the idea. Um, and so basically they just make things up and they look for any opportunity this is a criminal organization that is trying to destroy and harass and derail and discourage any person who exposes or stands up to their criminal organization now when i say criminal what i mean is there are certain things that are called crimes and there's certain things that are called rights a crime is when you violate somebody's rights their right to not get assaulted not get raped not have their stuff broken or stolen the right not to have vicious lies told about them that kind of thing what do the police do for a living every single day yeah well, well yeah I, you described it very well they judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They go around breaking people's rights, right? They're criminals. Oh, I have no doubt. You know, I was brought up, you know, through the 70s and 80s where the, the police were held in high esteem. Not anymore, you know. Since, you know, every time I've had interactions with those guys over the last thirty years, right? They've got it totally upside down, and I that that means they're doing it on purpose. Now, right? can I um, just give you a bit of context from uh, Senior Police Constable Grace Hayden from uh, Verishaw.co.nz, who I had on the show, is a prosecuting sergeant for fifteen years. And uh, she said the New Zealand police are so corrupt that you will either become corrupted by them or you will leave. And she also told me that round about 30 years ago, the police changed their induction requirements so that you had to be physically fit in order to keep your job at the police. Now, people don't know that the vast majority of police work isn't about chasing criminals down the street on foot, okay? In point of fact, there's actually thinking involved with investigation, okay? That doesn't necessarily mean that because you're a little bit overweight that you can't catch criminals. Criminals hide. They, they, they draw suspicion. You investigate. You find them. 
if you're a very very fit person you have to spend that amount of time working out or whatever it's a completely side issue the point was the police 30 years ago had lots and lots of detectives and people who were working for them who were good at their job were good at finding criminals were good at talking to people and they fired them all and now only the fit healthy young people with no life experience or skills are being recruited and they don't teach them criminology they don't teach them psychology they don't teach them anything about drugs and they don't hardly even train them how to use their weapons they get 30 minutes that's a scary thing like yeah they 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 made a decision to, to put those guns on their on their hips right they brought them around so they are bringing lethal force to a situation right so if things had got out of hand or if things had got they then accidents could happen right so they made the whoever told them to come around and take bring their fire, firearms were was making sure that there was the opportunity for an accident well for a for someone to get killed and remember they don't have the, the 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 rounds or the bullets within those weapons they're not um they're not solids they're actually flesh heads. Did you know that, Vinny? No. Well, I, during my work over the... I won't name names, but um, I've been called into meetings and said, look, could you look at these for, for for us, please? And they actually have rounds that will split into six or eight shards of uh, lead, right? And so when they in India body, they actually spread out like like this. The, the, the rationale before that is, oh, we don't want to shoot through walls and shoot innocent people, but they, they'll aim for the the, the body, the, the mass of the body, right? And if you get hit by one of them, you're going to bleed out. You're going to die, right? There's no there's no saving you. You'll be you'll hit an artery, you'll hit a, a, a you'll hit the, the heart or some major thing, and you'll you're dead. Uh, it's so it's those, basically are, are there to murder you, right? Those bullets are murder weapons, are murder bullets. They're not there to just disable; they're there to kill you. The the whole idea here is that if you've got people who your police are shooting at, you can't allow them to live because living people living people have have families they have resources they have anger it produces a whole bunch of complicated scenarios if you wound them but if you kill them you can make up any story you want and you don't have any witness alive to testify against you and send you to jail i remember one time i was reading the uh uh I forget which uh, newspaper it was, but they had an article out there. I think this might have been in 2012, 2013, thereabouts, where a thousand plus New Zealand police officers, a thousand and eighty or something like that, were charged under the law for violating people's rights, beating them up, raping them, uh, swearing at them, threatening them, breaking their stuff, taking their stuff, uh, kind of thing. Out of that thousand plus only two got found guilty and neither of them got any penalty in terms of losing their job they moved police station down the road and kept continuing to operate 
What that means is, is that if a thousand out of a thousand crimes committed by the New Zealand police, just the ones that actually were charged, and there's probably 10 to 20 or 30 or 40 times the amount of crimes that they commit, the people don't actually have the resources to try and take them to court, okay, that means that these people are completely above the law. That means that there is no law. That means that you are run by criminals. That means that you are slaves, period. The police is where order in the streets is supposed to be kept. If there's nothing but disorder and scumbaggery and getting away for scot-free for violating the rights of the people they're supposed to protect, there is no good cop. Okay, there ain't uh, one. People say, oh, but there's good cops out there, Vinny. Why? The guy changed your tire one time out after he um, destroyed, I think, maybe six people's lives that day or made it a little bit harder by giving them fines, pulling them over for speeding when they weren't hurting anybody. Every time somebody hurts somebody or damages somebody's private property, the police should be there to do something about it. Every time somebody doesn't hurt anybody, or doesn't damage anybody's private property, the police should have nothing to do with it, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. Well, so just to go back to how, how they made that decision. How did they make that decision? That, um, someone in their, op- their ops room said, oh, here we go, there's, a, there's this information about Mr. Bush. I don't understand how the... Oh, yeah, I'm very critical of Jacinda Ardern, right? And the COVID lockdowns and standing up for you, for myself and trying to be, you know, one of the people that st- that stand, stands up so other people will see courage in the community, right? So obviously I've got on the list, right? And I don't, I, I, I've never had a, a firearm in my life, right? I did hunting when I was a teenager and really enjoyed that, right? rabbits and went deer hunting with a, a few times not very often but you know but i was before my dad died he instilled this is when i was 11 we, we first we got a, a, a slug gun instilled firearm safety in me right and you know you never point a gun at a, a human being unfortunately these these bastards that come around here with their high-powered Glock murder weapon um, with murder rounds installed in them, they are actually trained to point guns at people and pull the trigger, right? Right? That's Whereas normal civilian people that that might want to go hunting or use a firearm for putting an animal down on a farm or something or just grew up around firearms, they, they have respect for those guns, right? And they... They know 100% you never, ever, ever even allow a gun to, to brush or be pointed at a person for an instant, right? Whereas these guys go to probably two or three days training and say, you pointed at that 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 dummy or that, that cutout and pull the trigger. They are conditioned to pull the trigger in, at a human human being, right? And, of course, I'll go, I'll just sort of touch on what, what they're actually doing to these uh, these young police officers because they're being they're being abused they're being gaslit right just like the, the masks and the mass formation psychosis when you walk down the street you saw another individual coming towards you with a mask on right you go oh there must be something dangerous around here right and of course that permeated and grew all the way through society they're doing the exact same thing with the with the, the bulletproof vests right 
So they started off with stand proof vests, get them, get them in the routine, right? A little, um, little, little thing they do every morning. They put their vests on. Now they said, "Oh, we've got to have you got to have a bulletproof vest now, bulletproof vest," because you know that that gun by by back worked really well, didn't it? You know. Well, it's and, actually um, it's it's a programming thing. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, when when you put on a uni form, uni meaning one form and, and one form, you are all the same as everybody else. You're the same as everybody else in, the, in those things. You have no individuality left, so you can't make decisions because you're not an individual. You can only follow orders. And what if all atrocities throughout the uh, uh, mankind's history really uh, on a mass scale being committed by not dictators, not tyrants not mad kings and queens order followers those people are the scum of the earth why because they allow the worst scum of the earth to control and exterminate and enslave entire societies well that's how all genocides have happened isn't it you know it's soldiers taking orders lining people up over ditches and shooting them in the back of the head you know and those people would, you know, well, so that's where our police force are being conditioned to go, right? They, every day they are, they are told people want to kill you, right? Not, 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 not verbally, but they put on their vests and they walk out there and all their friends or their colleagues have got their vests on. And so that's reinforced on a daily, minute by minute basis that there's danger out there. Well, there, quite frankly, there's not danger out there. I don't think people want to kill the police right i don't think people want to shoot the police um you know that of course there are people bad people in, in society but why has this only happened in the last four years right what are the how has the police force changed how is how has new zealand changed right well they have created a culture of us and them not not just um police being the, the good guys right and and being part of the community, right, and we look up to them and say, look, we've got a problem over here, can you help us out, right? Because as I've just said, every time I've asked in the last, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, they have no interest whatsoever in actually doing law. I, and I was order. just thinking about Jacinda Ardern after the Christchurch Mosque massacre. She says, we are them, or, or they are us. And now it's more like they are us versus them. Well, they are, but they, the, the New Zealand police see... The New Zealand public as as an adversary, right? And we're all guilty until proven innocent, and that that goes on to this whole zero trust environment that's coming down the pipeline as well, right? So let's just touch on um after the the mosque the mosque um, massacre, right? So I got kicked off Facebook um, for saying something wrong, right? And I thought to myself, I wonder I wonder how deep the surveillance goes, right? So I got on Amazon and I bought a a, a book, a firearms book, and it was called Modern Firearms Design. And it came in the mail. I'm like, right, you know. But, and then, that was the very first time these guys came around to my place with firearms, right? This is the, well, I, I think it's the third time they've come around with firearms. So this isn't the first time, people, that they've come around to my place. Then. A person that's not, not violent, right, doesn't have firearms, but they want to come around and intimidate me with these things, right? And so I, I, I bought that little, that, that book. It, and then our, our friend 
uh, from the National Security Investigation Team rang me up about six months later and said, oh, Nick, do you want to know why Why um, we sent those police officers around to your place with and wanted to talk to you? And I said, no, I was in a good mood that day. So there you go. He said, oh, you bought a book. I said, oh, really? Do you, and I said, do you know we, what, what year that book was published? It was 1927, right? I bought that book on purpose. I bought it making sure that it was an old, like, junk book, right? But, and it worked. These bastards fell for it. They were they're surveilling everything, people. They are watching everything you buy online, right? And, um, yeah, so that's, apparently, that, well, that's their, that was their excuse for why they wanted, they came around here and talked to, talked to me after Christchurch, right? Mm-hmm. But as we remember, it was the Green Party that said, oh, the white supremacists, right? And they, they, they had to make a list of 100 people or something around New Zealand. And little old me got on the list somehow, right? <laughs> the, the, the police or the National Security, Security Investigation Team, which is the spin-off or the, of Homeland Security created after 9-11 here in New Zealand, uh, two or three years after 9-11, they bought basically a, a clone of Homeland Security to New Zealand. It's called a national national list um, national security investigation team, right? And they they they're basically spying on everyone, right? And making lists and creating this this uh, profile of people that that's what that guy was just talking about, right? That police officer said, "Oh, we we were uh, we were informed that uh, you you might have had a fire, um, like fuck I do, right? You know, but." We're, so going back to the, this this guy, I said to him at one at some. I said, "You're pre-criming me." Oh no, we're not. Oh, oh, we'd be remiss if we weren't watching people. No, what they're doing is they are. You know, we we expect to be treated as innocent and too proven guilty. No, the new world order, or as it's developed since nine eleven, is people. Welcome, are, ladies. Gentlemen, innocent, and that then is going to to be built into a zero trust environment, the fifteen minute cities, right, where you will have to prove your innocence by by um, you know have, having a, a passport type system, right, or it'll actually go to uh, fo- fo- facial recognition, right. You will be constantly monitored, and you'll be given little windows of opportunity uh, of a so called trust, right, but. Um, if we allow these 15-minute cities to, to eventuate, they will be like the airports where you will have checkpoints. And- Attention all Ground Zero radio fans. GroundZeroMerch.com is your one-stop shop for all things Ground Zero. Oh, wow. Show off your style with our exclusive collection of T-shirts and hoodies. They're not just comfortable, they're conversation starters. Ooh. Need to keep hydrated during those long listen sessions. Get your hands on our durable water bottles. And now introducing our latest editions, a hand-picked selection of intriguing books that will keep your mind buzzing. GroundZeroMerch.com. Support Ground Zero and everything we do. Are you brave enough to step into the unknown, where shadows whisper and secrets unfold? Welcome to Ground Zero Radio, your gateway to the other side, now within reach on iOS, Android, and Alexa. Dive deep into the abyss with Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. 
unravel mysteries with the secret teachings and explore the unexplained in Into the Parabnormal. Listen to live radio and podcasts, read our latest articles and message the station all in our new mobile apps. Download the Ground Zero radio app today, now available in the App Store.